on the Crosstalk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes. Hope your Tuesday is going well. You have questions about the SRO program in the La Crosse School District. Lots of people did last night, and that's why uh, Dr. Aaron Engel, the superintendent, uh, came forward with his recommendation. The school board will uh, make their decision uh, in December. They're a second meeting in December. Uh, Dr. Engel, good morning, and thanks very much for talking with us. I hope everything at your house and your with your pod is uh, safe and okay. Yes, we're doing as well as we can. That's important. So you recommended that uh, the number of SROs, uh, resource officers, be lowered from five to three by July. With so many people and so many kids and teachers not in school, wouldn't it just be, uh, you know, nobody's going to notice. Why not just make it three tomorrow? Um. You know, we're in a unique time right now with COVID, Yeah. but, um, you know, when we do return to school, we need to um, um, make some significant change. Our um, report, you know, has some, um, shows a clear mandate for change right now. Um, the markers of the school-to-prison pipeline are, are present in our school district, and we need to make a change uh, immediately. However... Um, to make that change well, to um, ensure that our um, systems are in place, we need to, to do so in a way that allows for that to build up first. And there will still be instances where um, law enforcement is needed at school, instances where uh, crimes occur and children need to interact with law enforcement, and we want to make sure that that interaction goes well. And uh, a way to do that is to ensure that uh, the law enforcement officer that shows up is well-trained, understands juveniles, understands schools, so that that interaction can go as positive as it possibly can. Right. Well, and I, I guess I still don't understand then because even five doesn't put an officer in every school all day, every day, uh, of why the number of officers remains five. Uh, if they're still going to be sharing responsibilities around school, of course, those officers will, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, continue their education, maybe receive some additional education so they know how to better uh, interact with uh, students of color and uh, students that have disabilities. Uh, and those three remaining officers will be highly trained in those, uh, those areas uh, necessary to see change right away. Um, our SROs are already given um, uh, a wide range of, of training uh, on youth and other other um, uh, trainings about um, uh, diversity and um, inclusion. However, uh, there's more that we can do, and by maintaining that relationship with law enforcement, we'll be able to you know maintain oversight of the program, um, uh, define our relationship, help in evaluation. And so that ongoing relationship gives uh, the school district more control and um, allows our SROs to react and respond in ways that are even uh, that are that are better for our children. If the, uh, the those students uh, of color feel like that they're being held back or held down, dreams of success and so forth, as uh, Shondell Spivey put it, uh, she's concerned about the, those kids having the right mental uh, capacity to strive to be the best that they can be, so to speak, uh, of, that seems to me to be uh, changing the color of the SRO and the training that, that that SRO has so that they can best interact with uh, that student who's got an issue. 
Yeah, the findings show that um, our students of color, students with disabilities, um, often feel alienated by the routine presence of a, a police officer in our building. And so by, you know, assigning police officers to a broader area, uh, we won't have that ongoing routine presence in our school buildings, which will um, uh, alleviate some of those um, those issues that we found in our findings. Sure. Of how I'm curious, too, how are uh, students of with disabilities impacted by the SROs? You said there uh, some of them feel intimidated and not real comfortable. I, I can't, uh, you know, p- paint me a picture of that uh, scenario. Sure. Um, some of our, our students have emotional behavioral disabilities, um, and because of the circumstances of maybe their birth or uh, their childhood or, um, you know, just different experiences that they've had, you know, act out in ways that are, um, you know, not uh, typical of most students, but also, you know, typical of, of development, developing students. And so when those students have some of those encounters, law enforcement may be called or involved. And even though that is in some ways typical student behavior, uh, it leads to involvement of uh, our administrators, of our SROs, because they're present. And uh, it creates those negative interactions, which cause fear for those students. Right. I, uh, okay, then uh, that makes sense. I appreciate uh, that picture. I, I have that clearly now. What about those students that may feel uh, intimidated now that there is no one? If the off- you change the uniform of that officer and they, uh, they carry a badge so that they're identified uh, uh, separately from uh, the other teachers, everybody knows that that's Mr. Thomas. He's the SRO. Or that's, uh, you know, that's Miss Brenda. I don't know how they are referred to. Uh, of she's the SRO in our school, and and don't be intimidated by that person because they're not here to bust heads. They're here to make sure everybody's safe. Yeah, um, the presence of SROs makes some students feel safe. That um, is definitely true. But for um, our communities of color, there's historical trauma with law enforcement in their communities and in our schools. And our mandate is to ensure that all of our students feel comfortable at school, feel welcome, belonging, included. And so we need to ensure that we're continually addressing our programs and making the changes necessary so that we meet that need for all of our students. And the research and data show that our schools have never been safer uh, and that um, uh, the police in our communities are more than capable of keeping our schools safe. Do you anticipate uh, your recommendations being uh, accepted by the school board, and they will move forward uh, as your plan to bring the number of SROs from five to three by July. Um, I, I think the, the the findings show that there's a clear need for change, and I think the recommendations address uh, the concerns that those findings bring up. At the same time, uh, I heard last night from some of our school board members some concern that we are keeping any element of the program right now. And I also heard some concerns from board members that indicated that the problem isn't SROs, that it's our, our school district, and we need to change our practices. So yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful that the, the school board accepts these recommendations, but I also understand that there's a, an imperative for change right now, and, and maybe some don't feel it goes far enough. It'll be interesting to see how it all works out. SRO programs seem to be working in other school districts, so there must be something else going on. But I appreciate you spending time this morning with us. Dr. Aaron Engel, Superintendent of Schools in La Crosse.